inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever considered that you have a greater list of what you don't want than what you do want? Have you ever been so disgusted or disappointed in someone or in something that you just walked away or or worse, said and did nothing to express your dis-ease? Have you ever made a commitment and not followed through? Have you ever said something just to get through a moment or to rid yourself of an annoyance? Have you ever wondered why you're stuck at your current level in life and seem to be hitting a glass ceiling? These are things we're going to consider today on Like It Matters Radio. But before we do that, let's take a nice deep breath in through the nose and exhale through the mouth. And now, story time with Mr. Black. In the 1990s, there was a widely circulated photo of a vulture waiting for a starving little girl to die and feast on her corpse. That photo was taken during the 1993-94 famine in Sudan. Who took the picture? Kevin Carter, a South African photojournalist who actually later won the Pulitzer Prize for this amazing shot. He became famous for taking that shot of this frail, thin, what looked like a human, bone sticking out, curled up in a ball on a desert floor with a vulture sitting close by, waiting to eat her flesh. And as Kevin Carter was savoring his feet and being celebrated on major news channels and networks worldwide for such exceptional photographic skill, he lived just for a few months to enjoy his supposed achievement, his fame, as he later got depressed and actually took his own life at the height of what would consider incredible fame and fortune. You see, Kevin Carter's depression started when during one of his interviews, he was in an interview and there was a phone-in program where people could call in and ask Kevin Carter some questions. And so a caller called in and asked him a simple question. The caller said, what happened to that little girl? And very nonchalantly, he said, I don't know. I didn't wait to find out after the shot. I I had a plane to catch. It was at this point that Kevin Carter heard something that altered his life forever and shortened it drastically. The caller said when he heard Kevin's response, he says, I put it to you that there were two vultures on that day. But one had a camera. It floored him. 
This thought wrecked Kevin Carter. He never even considered this. this. This thought challenged him to the core of who he thought he was versus how he's shown up in life. This thought became overwhelming, encompassing him day and night. At night when he slept, it was there. During the day, it was there. When he was awake, it was there. This perpetual thought of that statement, that there were two vultures on that day, but one had a camera. This led to massive depression and ultimately led to him taking his own life. Kevin Carter could have still been alive today and even much more famous if he'd just taken the time to pick up that little girl and take her to the United Nations Feeding Center where she was attempting to reach or at least take her to somewhere safe. See, today, regrettably, this is what is happening all around the world. The world celebrates stupidity and inhumane acts at the, at the detriment of others. Kevin Carter should have been, could have been, right? The shoulda, coulda, wouldas. He could have taken that girl away from that place, which would have cost him nothing, yet he didn't because he was busy catching a plane. See, this is what's happening in America. This is what's happening in the world. Humans adopting inhuman posture. He had all the time to take his shot, but he had no time to save that girl's life. Thus, we must all understand that the purpose of life is to touch lives. That's the definition of significance. So we got to ask ourselves today, are we too a vulture in a business suit? A vulture with our second or third cabin? A vulture taking our third vacation this year when there's so many people that can't even make a difference in the lives of those around them? This is who we are. We've got to decide this. And whatever we do, we must let our humanity come first before what we stand to gain out of the situation comes into play. In all we do, we need to start thinking of others and how we can help be a benefit to humanity, how we can be the hands and feet, how we can lend a helping hand and wipe away tears, how we can walk people to a better place. You see, when we seek knowledge, wealth, fame, and skills, or even positions, let's think of how we can use it to the benefit of people, society at large, this is what we call a conduit. And today there's lots of poverty in our land. So if our God Almighty has blessed you, be a blessing to others, be a conduit, be a pass-through agent. Extend a helping hand to those in need. And remember, you giving is always a way of appreciating what you've been given. This is so critical. See, before we humans are are not humans. If we lack humanness in all we do, beware of this. You can claim the title of human being, you can claim the title of compassion, but if we lack that human nature, if we lack that compassion, are we really? Today, 
on Like It Matters Radio. I want to go into the seven reasons why people fail. See, there are many popular sayings that have a secret pointer to the causes of failure in our world. We know them as the road to hell is paved with good intentions. We know them as don't do as I do, but do as I say. See, who we are should dictate what we do. What we believe dictates who we are. When we understand everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. That's the basic understanding needed to be the change you want to see in this world. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, in this hour of power, I'm going to discuss active in the gap. There are many gaps in life. The gaps between knowing and doing. The gap between our heart and our head. The gap between showing up and providing for our family and being the entity, the leader, the impact that God created. And one of the greatest questions in life is to ask ourselves, what's stopping me? What's stopping me from doing the things I should do? What's stopping me? It was Paul who said, boy, the wretched man I am, why do I not do the things I know I should do and do those things I shouldn't do? Well, today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to give you your list. You love lists, don't you? Today, we're going to go into the seven reasons why people fail. So you got to stay tuned. I'll be back in a couple minutes. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night. You know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yep. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. That's okay. but it's, 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 it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. And today, we are covering seven reasons 
why people fail. We must beware that we humans are not humans if we lack humanness in what we do. What's the best way to be a great father? Is to act like you're a great father. What's the best way to have a great marriage? To act if you're a great partner. What's the best way to be a child of God? To act like you're a child of God. What's the best way to be a great leader? To act like you're a great leader. See, don't you hear it? It's a verb. A verb is a word of action. Power equals action. Action equals power. It's a simple mathematical equation. Love is a verb. It's not a feeling. It's not a noun. You don't fall in love with people. You fall in lust. You crave. You desire. There's eros. And in the Bible, when we read the word love, there are four Greek words that all are translated as love. You have eros, which is sexual love, which that actually is not in the Bible. We have phileo, which is brotherly love, right? Philadelphia, supposedly, not really, but supposedly the city of brotherly love. And then you have something called storge, and that is familiar love. But we have the, what is it, 1 Corinthians 13, chapter of love. And that love is agape. That love is unconditional love. But that love is a verb. 1 John three sixteen through 18 says, By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. Listen carefully, verse 17. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. And James, the most practical book in the Bible, James, the half-brother of our Lord and Savior Jesus, the first leader of the Jerusalem church, the, the brother who thought Jesus was crazy when he was alive, but then died the same death of Jesus afterwards because he refused to disavow the name of Jesus as Lord and Savior. And James 2 says this, what good is it, my brothers, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you tells him, go in peace, stay warm and well-fed, and by the way, I hear that all the time from people, good old Christians, but says, he, but, says but does not provide for his physical needs, what good is that? So too, he goes on to say in verse 17, faith by itself, if it does not result in actions, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that God is one? Good for you. Even the demons believe that and shudder. 
See, that's the New Testament. Even the Old Testament, Deuteronomy, my favorite book in the Bible. If there is a poor man among your brothers within any of the gates in the land that the Lord your God has given you, then you are not to harden your heart or shut your hand from your poor. We have an orphanage in Uganda that we support 40 kids, four young people who've been abandoned by their parents. We feed them daily. We feed them the word of God. We feed them. We put them in school. We got a family, mom and dad left, and there's Muda Lamine, who's 17 years old, taking care of his 13-year-old brother and his 11-year-old, sorry, 11-year-old daughter, sister, sister. We support them daily. They get every dollar of sustenance from us. We got Jimbo in Tampa Bay who goes out into the inner streets and talks to prostitutes and drug dealers, puts his life on the line to share the good news. We got Richard Bien Ami, our brain scientist in India, has not been able to work since COVID. The government won't let him work. Almost 70 years old, and we support him, send him a thousand bucks a month to keep him alive. Deuteronomy 15:70 told you. But Proverbs, the book of wisdom. Whoever opposes the poor taunts their maker, but whoever is kind to the needy honors him. Proverbs 21, 13, whoever shuts his ear to the cry of the poor, he too shall cry and receive an answer. See, we're talking today about why people fail. See, people don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. I learned that in the insurance business. We used to say that, show the people the, the power of compound interest. And we would say, people don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. It's the rule, of, uh, 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 the rule of 100. You take 100 people, 25 years old, and you line them up against the wall, and you ask each and every one of those if they're going to be successful by the time they retire, by the time they come to the end of life, by the time they're 65, whatever verbiage you want to use. And all of them say yes. But if you know the numbers... Only one of those hundred played out will be financially wealthy, be able to do whatever they want. Three will be self-sufficient, self-dependent. And the rest, 96, are either dead, dead broke, or dependent on somebody else to maintain a living. So undoubtedly, there's not as much success out there as we think there is. But people intend they have an intention. Remember this place called hell? You know the road to it is paved with what? Not asphalt. Not even gold. Not diamonds. Not the backs of the people that you climbed up to be where you are. But it's paved with good intentions. So on Facebook, you know, I'm not a big fan of social media, but there are some good qualities to it. I saw this thing, five reasons why people fail. And I thought it was a pretty good list. It was okay. And I was thinking, I should do that for show. But as I started looking into it and pondering it more and really playing it out based on what I know in my 31 years of leadership training, the 20,000 people roughly I've independently walked deeply with, I realized it's an incomplete list. And seven is the number of completeness. Matter of fact, if you take the Bible, of all the numbers that are listed in the Bible, uh, I would guarantee you, and I could be wrong, but I feel pretty comfortable saying this, that the number seven is the most used. It's the number of perfection. 
How many colors are there in God's rainbow? Not the earth's rainbow, but in God's rainbow, the ones that you see in the sky, the ones that he put over to, uh, to show us a covenant that he, you could read about in Genesis 7. Because it wasn't just to not destroy the world by flood again. It was that all life would have an accounting. You might want to read it. That every single life would have to be accounted for. That's what God says is successful. To be your brother's keeper. And so many people, boy, we go out there and help so many people. And I, I give away a lot of class. I help people. And people tell me how grateful they are. But not grateful enough to, to reach into their wallet. So you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Most people do worship money. Most people's money is their God because money brings them security. For most people, money is sitting on their throne. They would never admit it. But attempt to get some of it away from them. You'll find out. Oh, no, you don't. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Here's another one. What you're doing speaks so loudly that people don't need to listen to the sermon you're preaching. Right? A picture's worth a thousand words. So without you being able to say a word, if people were just to picture your life and all your vacations, all your cabins and all your three and four cars and every three years you get a brand new car, all this money that you're spending and building up, what are you saving it for? So you got to know who you are and why you're here. And this is really what this list comes down to. So seven reasons why people fail. There's seven scales in the musical scale, right? This is the number of complete. There's seven days in a week. You got to get this. This is God's number. Of, it's complete for God. It's, 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 close, it's close to godly perfection. So let me give you my seven reasons why people fail. Number one, they don't know what they want. See, most people know what they don't want. Well, they have a hard time telling what they do want. You know, I don't want to be yelled at. I don't want to go to a tough class. I don't want to have to give a speech. I don't want to be challenged. I don't want to have to look at myself. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. But what do you want? And what do you want so bad that you're willing to risk looking like a fool? What do you want so bad that you're willing to stop being meatloaf? Oh, I'm not talking about our favorite leftover meal. I'm talking about the singer. Remember his song? I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. Boy, I have so many people tell me daily how much they love me. But when I need something, I need some help. I need to fund my Africa excursions, if you will. I need to fund, I need to get money to Danny, who's in Chicago right now, and get, finally got okayed for a heart. His family is going to be a year without an income. I'm working to raise money to support his family over the next year. I need to get about $1,000 a month to him. See, what you're doing speaks so loudly that people don't need to listen to a word you're saying. What do you want? What do you want so bad that you won't do whatever it takes? What do you want so bad that you want to put other people before you? What do you want so bad? Dot, dot, dot. The number one reason on this list of why people fail, it comes down to what they don't know what they want. Because the secret of motivation is this, what do you want? If you can know what people want, you can motivate them. Parents, if you know what your kids want, you can move them. Bosses, if you know what your employees want, you can move them. Producers, if you know what your radio show host wants, you can move them. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about seven reasons why people fail. If you want to get the list, you got to come back after the break. I'll be here. My show's about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body and we don't know how it works. We were born into it. But man, that's a machine. 
And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and today we are talking about the seven reasons why people fail. And I love my listeners. A lot of you have my phone number. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I got a couple texts from me. Yes, uh, you can go to likeitmatters.net, and uh, we do have a 501c3. This radio show pays for this radio show. Uh, and we need you guys to go to your local radio station and say, hey, we need you to play Like It Matters Radio. Uh, because at some point, I got to stop paying for this. At some point, it's got to become a at least paying for itself. So we need your help. Uh, and man, we need your help supporting this radio show because it's the battles in the mind. And this is what I do. I help people uh, intelligently wage an effective battle uh, because the battles is between the stimulus and the response. The battle is between the old man and the new man. And so, please, uh, we need your donations. It's a registered 501c3, so uh, you get a tax deduction, and you get to make a difference and help us be a conduit for your money to impact people directly and to change their thinking, to change their opportunities, to change their circumstances, uh, and each, and eventually to change their eternal destination. Uh, and please like us. Amen. Like us on Facebook. You know, we're just getting the social media thing. I'm not a big social media dude, but I got to start doing it. Uh, uh, so please go to uh, Facebook.com slash LIM radio and like us and spread the word. Uh, we're also on podcasts. Please share our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Just look for living life like it matters. It's repackaged there, living life like it matters. So help us help people be successful. And today we're covering the reason why people are not as successful as they profess to be or they want to be. The first reason we covered in the last segment is most people don't know what they want. And see, we have this stem in our brain called the reticular activating system. It's part of the unconscious brain. It is the brain's focal system. And what, why that matters to you is it does not pick up negative programming. It just affirms. And so, believe it or not, when you focus on what you don't want, you actually create it in your unconscious mind. And why that matters is because your head, I mean, your eyes and your feet are connected. Your feet move in the direction of your focus and your focus in the direction of where your feet go, your movement. And so, when you focus on what you don't want, just wipe off the don't, 
and you're moving in that direction. Remember, cats in the cradle on the silver moon, little boy blue and the man in the moon. When you're coming home, dad, I don't know when. I don't have to pay royalty if I sing the song, but it's only if he plays the song. <laughs> so we're good, don't worry, because no one would uh, ever heard that song would ever make the connection with the way I sung it, right? So you gotta realize, it's kinda like this. Let's say you had a truck or a vehicle uh, and you're backing it up, and there was a table behind you and you didn't wanna hit the table. In order for you to not hit that table, what must you keep in your field of vision at all times? Right, the table. And that's how your mind works. So imagine those of you with parent, uh, parents that have kids, you know, you tell your child, don't spill the milk. Ding! Remember, the mind is six times faster than we can talk. So as soon as you plant that suggestion, you, that child's mind, in their unconscious mind, they have a picture of spilt milk. You planted it, you put it there. And then they get nervous, and what do they do? They spill the milk. And then we yell, I told you, don't spill the milk! That always works so well, doesn't it, parents? And yet, it doesn't stop us from not doing it. So you gotta know what you want. It is a secret to motivation. And when you know what you want, I always ask people these questions, what do you want so bad, right? What do you want so bad? And the reason this matters is because most people are not looking for a reason why. They're looking for a reason why not. I figured that out a couple decades ago. And people are looking for a reason why not. Don't give them one. Give them a reason why. So the second reason why people fell is they hang around the wrong crowd. Energy is everything. See, uh, you know, epigenetics tells us that we are a community of 300 trillion cells all driven by our environment. And so the greatest environment we have is in our heads because we're in our heads all the time. Remember, your, un- your non-conscious or unconscious mind is always working. Whether you're awake or asleep, 24-7. It's like a million functions per second or something. I don't, there's some ungodly number there. Now, your conscious brain is, is working while you're awake, but we only use 3 to 5% of that. And then you have the subconscious that basically sits in between the two that gives us cues from the unconscious that then we're supposed to bring those into the conscious. And once we bring them to the conscious, they become pliable, they become movable, and we can work on them. It's the prison guard mentality. There was a study done that you can take the nicest person in the world and you put them in a prison as a guard and it changes them. Our environment affects us. Even in your fingerprints, there's three basic types of fingerprints, four if you count what's called accidentals. And the most popular fingerprint is loops. And the loop fingerprint is called affected. Effective, sorry. Why? Because those people are affected by their environment. That's why. See, I have worlds, which are like targets, not target that weird company. But targets, it's a swirling line that goes down and in and and boom. Those are the slowest processors. Those are the deepest processors. Those people, once they get a set in place, a belief system, it's theirs. They are self-taught, self-driven, self-motivated. My son, Benaya, eight years old, going to 18, has lots of worlds. I have seven out of 10 fingerprints are worlds. I'm not affected by my environment, sometimes to a detriment, like many are. So number two reason why people fail is they hang around with the wrong crowd. You will never rise above the quality of the people you hang out with. Parents, your kids should be hanging out with uh, children that have your values, your belief. If not, they're going to be pulled down. 
Do you know what your kids' friends, what their parents do behind closed doors? Do you know the pornography they have in their house? Do you know the pornography they watch on TV? Do you know the type of stuff they let their kids do? Do you know what their kids are looking? Do you know their kids have free access to the internet? Do you know? Some of you haven't even thought about that question. Your kids spend more time away from you if you have a job than they do with you. So who do you think has a better influence? The people they're with most of the time or you who's their parent? You figure that out. Number three reason why people fail. They don't honor their commitments. Now, we are told to let our words and our deeds be the same. It's called congruency. And most people live an incongruent life. Why do you think we need the drugs? Why do you think we need the alcohol? Why do you think we need something to put us to sleep and something to wake us up? Because we don't like the company we keep in the quietness of our mind. See, I don't care who you share your bed with. We all have to sleep with ourselves. That's a good quote. I'll say it again. I don't care who, if anybody, you share your bed with. We all have to sleep with ourselves. And do you like the company you keep when it's just you, yourself, and you? See, if you don't honor your commitments, then there's an incongruency issue. There's a values issue. You say you're one thing, but you're really something else. You say you're going to do something just to get someone off your back, but you don't do it. And this is why people don't listen to each other. This is why people don't take what people say have most value. They discount it. Why? Because they've been lied to all their lives. Because mom and dad said they were going to be there, but they weren't there. Because mom and dad said, don't do this. And then they see mom and dad doing this. You know, the the motto of the hypocrite is do as I say, not as I do. But boy, the motto of a leader is do as I say and watch as I do the same thing as I say. Number three reasons why people fail is because they don't honor their commitments. And what we're doing speaks so loudly that people don't need to listen to the sermon we're preaching a picture's worth a thousand words. I've told you this data before. The typical human being speaks at 120 to 150 words per minute. Mr. Black, I get to 180. Think about this. One picture of lack of commitment is greater than six to eight minutes of non-stop explanation of why you didn't keep that commitment. Number four reasons of seven reasons why people fail Number four is they're selfish. They're self-absorbed. They are in it for themselves. We all wear a hat to a degree. Some of you, it's a big, bright, bold hat. For some of us, it's a little hidden hat. But W-I-I-T-F-M. W-I-I-T-F-M. I know my producer's writing that down. W-I-I-T-F-M, what does that mean? Well, that means what's in this for me? <laughs> What's in it for me? See, that's not what is significant. That's a successful life because it's all about you. But remember, significance always requires another person. Number five, they lack integrity, which ties into number three, right? Words are just a means to an end. 
The end always justifies the means. You lie still to sort to get what you want and screw everybody else. I mean, we live in a world today. Look at the Democrats. Look what they did with the Russia collusion. You know, they they destroyed the presidents with the one. It was all a lie. Look what they did when they hovered, covered the Hunter Biden story. They covered it up. Look what they did. We know that Biden was bought. He was bribed. We all know this. But yet the FBI and the media covered it. Why? Because the ends justifies me. So now we know. So who cares? No one's going to remove Joe Biden. The deep state's protecting him. You won't hear about this in the media. They're guys in place. So the lack of integrity has become normal. We associate with politicians. We know that people say Hillary Clinton said it, that you have two policies. You have one that you state publicly and another one that you vote. I mean, these are things and, and you half the country votes for her. half the country would vote for Joe Biden again. Why? Because evil Donald Trump, because you've been played player, because we lack integrity. We don't do the right thing. We do the expedient thing. We do the easy thing. Can't we all just get along? Let's keep it calm and carry on. See, when you know who you are, then what to do is calling you. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the seven reasons why people fell. And after the break, I'm going to end it with the two most powerful ones that I added to this list of five. We'll be right back. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And I need your help. Spread the word. Help is here. I got the medicine to cure what's ailing most people. Notice I said most people. So share us. If you listen to podcasts, we can be found on any platform that you have under Living Life Like It Matters. Uh, yeah, we have Like It Matters Radio. That's totally different. That's daily. That's through a Salem it's broadcast through Minneapolis, but listen around the world. So you can go to likeitmattersradio.com to listen to those shows at when anytime you want. But I have podcasts as well. Uh, and it's bi-weekly on there. And so go wherever you listen to podcasts, go to Live in Life Like It Matters. And please share us. Please like us on Facebook. Please send us your money. I promise you it's a good use. Uh, and you are, are, you are sending treasures ahead to heaven. I promise you. Today, we're talking about the seven reasons why people fell. And if you listen to the first segment, if you didn't, how dare you? So make sure when this show's over, by time, by half past the hour, usually John, he's a pretty good producer. He moves pretty good. He normally has my radio show posted by 1230, latest 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
And so you can listen to it at your own leisure, listen to it over and over and over. I, uh, Matt, I've been told that learning from me is like taking a drink from a fire hose. So you might want to go back to see if you can get a little more water next time. <laughs> so uh, uh, I started this list. And what happened was I found a list on Facebook, just a, a, a photo. You know, it said, you know, reasons why people uh, fail. And there was a five, a list of five. And I shared those five already. So if you just tuning in, good for you. You can now go back and listen to it at likeitmattersradio.com so you can hear my list of five. But now I'm going to this last segment. I'm going to share my addendum because it was a decent list. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the greatest list I ever saw, but it was something I was going to work with. But the two I added... I think make it much more complete. And so the number six of the seven reasons why people fail wrong operating system. You know, I have a windows laptop and if I was to grab a Apple's product, an Apple product, right? iOS, right? Uh, it wouldn't work because they're two totally different operating systems. It's like my Xbox, uh, man, I had uh, Xbox 360, fried it, had a lot of games. And the man, I was excited when they cut out the Xbox One, but then I found the Xbox One, guess what? It's a new system. It won't take the old games. You have to buy all new games. See, in life, just like in games, you know, I, I, I have Xbox, but I also have a Switch. And we use our Switch far more than we use Xbox because I, I hunt Pokemon. I'm a Pokemon hunter. I'm a master trainer for Pokemon. And I believe like Ash says, you got to catch them all. So I catch them all. And so different operating systems. I can't take my little cartridge that I put in my switch and go over to my Xbox one and put it in what looks like a CD ROM type player. Uh, it, it's a different operating system. And in life, keep it simple soldier. If you look at the Bible, our maker, our manufacturer, our creator, whenever he gives us choice, he only gives us two. Life or death, sickness or health, blessing or curse, narrow path or wide path, faith or fear. That's it. So there are only two operating systems. Keep it simple, soldier, because the enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. You either got an FOS or GOS. In today's world, long time ago when I was growing up, I could go back and forth between both operating systems. I could be in the FOS a little while, then the GOS on Sundays, but the chairs now that I'm standing on are so far apart that you can't stand on them both. The kingdom of God and this world, Joe Biden's America, are so polar opposite now. You've got to choose. You can't sit on the fence because sitting on the fence eventually becomes a pain in the arse. I'm not sure if I was allowed to say that. So I said, ours versus the donkey thing. You got a flesh operating system where you're God, where it's your way, the highway, where's what you want, what you desire, what you're going to do. It's all about you. It's all about the flesh. It's all about your success. It's all about, it's my body. I'll do what I want. Don't tell me what to do with my body. You can't do that. I can love whoever I want. And by love, they mean sex because love's a verb. It's not a feeling. It's not copulation. Uh, it's a verb. The greatest act of love is to that Jesus died on the cross. And Jesus was the greatest lover of all. 
and he never had sex with anybody. So how do you, how can you say that sex and love are even quote? No, love is a verb. But when you find someone that you want to love for the rest of your life, God gives you a great blessing in marriage. And it's something called interaction. A man and a woman know each other. So you got the FOS or you got the GOS. God operating system. Where there's a God and you're not him. Where there's a standard to live and it's not what you feel. It's what the Bible says. See, in the Bible, there is no book in there called opinions. Look it up. There's 66 books. Not one of them is called opinions. And by the way, just in case you're wondering, not one of them is called feelings. Of all the 66 books, none of them are called opinions or feelings. So you got to decide which operating system. That's the base. And then the seventh reason why people fail is what I call the gaps. That's why today's show is called Being Active in the Gap. And Hiram Smith, the co-founder and former CEO of Franklin Covey, identified some of these gaps in his book, Three Gaps, Are You Making a Difference? And he says the, the three gaps that he identified is the belief gaps, right? The belief gap, the gap between the behaviors that meet our needs and those that do not. And then he says the values gap, the gap between what we value and where we actually spend our time. Because if you really valued it so much, you'd spend your time there. It's like having a relational hierarchy. You know, you got to have it. Long time ago, I heard this thing that I'm number two. It's a Christian thing. I'm number two. I'm number two. I'm second. And I always wondered, how did you get so high? Because last time I checked, I'm supposed to love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my strength. That's my first love. And then I got married to my wife. So I'm supposed to elevate her above others. And so she's my second love. And I have four kids. They didn't ask me to copulate with their mom and create them. So I'm supposed to love on them. That's faith. And that's Christian. And that's major. And that's Benaiah. And then I have my whole purpose for not only why God created me, but why God saved me and kept me on this planet and didn't bring me home. So there's my seven. And then number eight is me. So I'm number eight. How did you get to two? See, you got to have a relational hierarchy. Why? Because that's how you know where to spend your time. The things at the top should get the most time. So you got to have the values gap, the gap between what we value and where we actually spend our time. And if you really valued it so much, you wouldn't be a meatloaf and say, I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. And then there's, he says, there's the time gap, the gap between what we plan to do and what we actually do. There's goes your lack of commitment, your lack of knowing what you want. See how some of those are in there. See, those are three great gaps. And we're going to go into some detail on those. But I added two more gaps because I think they're really important. And one of the greatest gaps is the gap between the heart and the mind. What many believe is the greatest gap. I've, I've seen it. I've heard it. people say it. the greatest gap in most people's life is from their head to their heart. And it's only about a 14 inch proximity on your body. But it is the grand chasm, the grand canyon for most people, the widest gap which then brings us to the culmination of these gaps or the ultimate cause of the other gaps. And it is the, the gap between knowing and doing. The knowing-doing gap is considered by many to be the ultimate gap, which in essence culminates or leads to the other three gaps. See, that's what the second vulture story was all about. I put it to you, 
that in that picture, there were two vultures on that day. But only one had a camera. You know, in that story, there's a cameraman who took a pretty picture and got famous, but did nothing to change the situation. In that picture, there was a young girl who had great need, who the world had dumped on her, her family abandoned her, her own country disowned her because it wasn't supporting her. And there's this guy that could have changed it all, but he had a plane to catch. And the third entity in that picture was the vulture. Man, you don't have to be any of those three. What if we added a fourth person, a fourth entity to that? And that is you, someone who knows who they are, someone who knows what they're supposed to do, someone who has a God operating system, someone who can feel other people's pain, someone who understands that to see a need and meet a need is one of the greatest gifts of God there is. That's why I do this radio show. That's why I need your help. That's why you should go to likeitmatters.net and change your thinking and forever change your life. I'm Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.